Welcome to Emmaism, a philosophy podcast for students of philosophy, because that really is what we all are, seekers of knowledge. In light of the inauguration and beginning to start an at least four-year era of American politics, I thought that I'd attempt to do my podcast about a phenomenon that I observe in American culture and our social network. There's a crisis going on right now and we're completely in the middle of it. Our national ideals no longer align with an accurate representation of where our collective social life lies as well. Basically, our beliefs no longer are synced to our behaviors. We see calls for unification all around us. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, political, religious, and societal figures are all demanding it. But what does unity mean and how can we achieve it? Well, I'll answer that question with the help of philosopher John Dewey with his work titled Individuality in Our Day. But first, I wanted to talk about identity and bonding within communities to get us on the right track. All societies have identities with defining characteristics that bond people together. Now, the most powerful characteristic is typically religion because it provides a moral unification across generations, geographies, and economies in a historical, dogmatic, and eternal manner. Religion is something we see that gives some countries a sort of stability, because if it has a national religion, then there's always that belief system to fall back on. And we lack that. And our American identity lacks permanence, unlike religion, and struggles to unite because the lack of moral foundation and universalism that religion provides. Still, there is a sense of unity through the collectiveness of a national identity. This unity, however, is not universal. It is subjective and influenced by the acquisition of new knowledge by each subsequent generation. And I should mention, keep this acquisition of new knowledge in the back of your head, because it's the root of this American problem. Anyways, the American national identity surmounts from ideologies of the American dream, upward mobility, and traditional pride. These attachments are much less grounded than religious foundations since they're not dogmatic. They have changed from the original premises of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness to whatever it is today. It's just always in flux because of our confusion and arguments. And so, in our secular society, we lose the consistency and stability of religion in favor of selected nationalistic ideals that are subject to change over time. Then... Given our lack of stability and absence of a religious story, we periodically face the problem that our ideals no longer are universally aligned with an accurate representation of where our collective social life lies. This division and lack of grounding and absence of a religious story cause tension and leads to the American identity crisis. The acquisition of new knowledge by each generation introduces challenges to foundational value systems, which are again subjective in our case. No mass can objectively agree on these values. These new analyses of our condition, though, challenge our ideals that lack the firm base that religious ideals have. However, rather than seeing this new knowledge as an impenetrable problem, we can see the application of new knowledge providing us with avenues for how to deal with these crises and what to do afterward. 
John Dewey, the philosopher I mentioned earlier, suggests that the American identity crisis has shown that the spiritual factor of our tradition, equal opportunity, free association, and intercommunication is obscured and crowded out. Spiritual unity is crucial for cohesion, sharing of ideas, collaboration, and progress, even in secular societies. In other words, it encourages people to get along and cooperate. We must have a social, spiritual element in our culture that unifies our country because as humans, we need to be unified and to be bonded. We are sociable creatures after all. So here we can notice a flaw in the empty calls for unity in our modern political sphere. Certain people argue that this spiritual element is not present in a secular society. However, it is present. And to the spiritual sense, it's the spirit of being American. It doesn't have to be religious. And in that spirit would be the foundational and historical pillars of collaboration, exploration, individuality, and progression. And at that, to gain back the spiritual element in hopes of unity, we need to first repair the rift that happened in the first place. And the first step in repairing the rift and progressing toward a unifying society is identifying the initial fault or what caused the rift in our system. Now, Dewey identifies this primary societal rift as the consequences of Americans being mentally and morally unprepared as new knowledge arises. Older creeds have become ingrown. He says that the more Americans depart from them, in fact, the more loudly Americans proclaim them. People nowadays point their fingers at long-gone historical moments that are no longer relevant to the socio-political sphere today and say, that's the problem, that's what's wrong, it's just wrong from the foundation. And they have good intentions, but that's not completely right. But going back to the past so that we can learn from it and apply what we know to the future, after the Enlightenment, knowledge becomes so accessible and so achievable. There is a proliferation of educated citizens. It's kind of like today with the emergence of new technologies and educational hotspots. And with new knowledge comes fragmentation, both inciting the split between the educated and the uneducated, and between different subjects of knowledge. This proliferation of specialized knowledge and subsequent societal fragmentation makes us question our universality, emphasizes again that's our problem when we question our universality. And when we question our universality when there's no dogmatic system to fall back on, we're separated from one another and adopt an us-versus-them mentality. It exists in the place of understanding one's place in society and what one should do to progress their community and themselves individually. Also again, our secular culture struggles with the lack of foundation that the universality of religion offers. We see that the absence of a foundational religious story is the cause of the initial fault that leads to the disunion of our society. This rejection is spurred by the disruption that new knowledge creates. John Dewey also notes that Americans glorify the past and legalize and idealize the status quo instead of seriously asking how we are to employ the means at our disposal as to form an equitable and stable society. This new knowledge rupture is tied to Enlightenment maternity. And what is Enlightenment maternity, you might ask? It's a strange term. Well, it's characterized by the expansion of intellectual activities 
and newly created fields of knowledge that end up challenging the quote-unquote initial social project. People as a whole don't see these problems as an invitation to change, but they rather see these challenges as personal attacks on the past status quo and historically cumulative American identity. New knowledge does challenge and potentially reverses fundamental social concepts, and we need to be okay with that. This is a good thing, because we progress economically and socially, we enhance our national identity, and pursue greater understanding of the world around us. Historically, people love certainty. Individuals tend to adhere to groups, follow traditions, and pursue stable lifestyles. The unknown reminds humans of their mortality, and the known comforts humans as it provides certainty. Increased knowledge brings the unknown along with it. Thus, the affinity for certainty is natural for human beings. What is not natural, though, is this excessive feeling we're having of insecurity, displacement, and disassociation. As Dewey suggests, feverish love for anything, positive or negative, is not natural to human nature because it further drives our division. We see massive disgust in the U.S. in relation to interpersonal exchange, national identity, and communal progression. And rather than seeing this division as a priori, we must transform our worldview to seeing these problems as things that new knowledge and intellectuals can solve. We must repair the division to take back ownership of our national state of emotional, on an individual scale and social on a community scale, equilibria. Temporary uncertainty is manageable, infinite uncertainty is not. Infinite uncertainty will be the result of the failure to address our national crisis, and it will lead to a bigger crisis and potential downfall of the American system. The demonstration of unnatural and excessive feelings caused by knowledge is particularly evident in U.S. politics. Studies by Pew Research have shown that varying levels of knowledge will drive individuals to extreme positions on the political spectrum. We also see that when historical, social, and economic and actionable scenes shift, there is little moving of people in respect to ideals. Arguably, our political structure is inseparable from daily life and on a political divide emphasizes that there's no concrete ideology that you can trace back to a dogmatic trans-historical system, which also separates us from religion. Our society is easily polarized by the introduction of new knowledge. New ideologies fracture our national identity as they test each polarized side of the spectrum and makes people within the structure feel insecure. Our structure becomes disrupted once the idealism and paired actions that was once there become non-existence because it is being challenged by news ideas. It's a sort of duality we're faced with, and dualistic beliefs are easily fractuable, if that's a word. And I know this crisis thing sounds scary and unmanageable, because I literally just told you that new knowledge fractures American identity. And if I was right, wouldn't more and more knowledge accumulate just naturally, pushing the identity further and further? And what would we do about that? Luckily, I'm pretty optimistic about navigating out of this crisis. We will escape this divide through the application of our new knowledge. Just what got us into this thing will get us out of it. Specifically, specialized knowledge will drive us out of this rift. 
Dewey notes that the more one knows of history, the more one comes to believe that traditions and institutions count more than native capacity or incapacity in explaining things. Those with specialized knowledge will spur conversation and tame the fire, per se. These institutions that Dewey refers to are repeatedly the ones with the knowledge. They are also the ones that create platforms for others to learn and share. But many argue that such divides in knowledge and promotional conversations will just further tear our society apart. And this is incorrect. Those who obtain specialized knowledge often have the drive to attempt to solve our societal dilemma and have the means to promote change. We have seen this in modern times with political movements, religious movements, and scientific discovery. For instance, the Black Lives Matter movement has provoked America to rethink its role as a leader in racial equity. Catholic social thought, on the other hand, has transformed to reckon with these modern social movements like Black Lives Matter. To emphasize that, Pope Francis extended a message to the Catholic Church voicing support for the protests for racial equality. This suggests that a globalized communication strategy that puts equality at a focus point in Catholic thought and mission. These contentious topics are divisive and seem opposite, yet both have been on their respective ways to unification. Over history, and particularly evident in modern-day politics, we've seen that it is those with specialized knowledge who serve and solve the societal rifts and push mankind toward a progressed and unified solution. The ability to reconcile the American identity divide is only present through the acceptance and application of specialized knowledge. It is the only way for us to unify and prosper. Accepting new knowledge is uncomfortable. People do not like to have their value systems questions. It will be a painful process, but it is inevitable. So continue to learn, share, collaborate, and search. It is imperative that the American social order embrace new knowledge and understand our place in the historical continuum and how we want to project our actions in the present and future. In order to progress, our nation must be bound to a spirit of unity. America will never become a religiously oriented nation, but our secular nature does not have to drive us to ideological and social polarized division. Rather, our secular nature can be transformed to our greatest strength as we pioneer new technologies, innovations, and methodologies. With new knowledge, we can find common ground while breaking boundaries. This is integral to the advancement of man. We cannot live in identity crisis forever. We must adopt this new knowledge and delve into the great scientific discoveries, social breakthroughs, and economic prosperity that it has to offer by regaining unity and end our current identity crisis for good. That's all I have today for Emism Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed and we'll be back next time for a new exploration. Until next time, keep searching for the truth.